It's certainly good to be in the Lord's house this morning. Uh, I appreciate the Sunday school this morning, uh, the children singing and uh, Gary opening up and Carl teaching. I just was blessed by all that. And uh, it's just so good to be here and good to see everybody. Uh, glad to see everybody as they come in. And, uh, we just thank the Lord for all our visitors and got quite a number of visitors. And uh, I probably won't be able to name all our visitors, but I, it blessed me. And I want to mention we were glad to see uh, Kim and Catherine come in. We thank the Lord for Emily being here. And, of course, we're glad that Liz and Mackenzie are able to be here this morning. And uh, just glad of everybody's here. We're glad that you're here this morning. And don't want anybody to feel left out we, from our hearts. It just blesses us to see each person uh, come into the house of God. So we're glad you're here this morning. And uh, I appreciate what I feel. And I'm excited to be in the Lord's house. And we've got a nice crowd this morning. I'd like to read some scriptures this morning to open the service from the 8th chapter of the book of Romans. I want to read two verses, uh, verses 5 and 6. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. But they that are after the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. Listen to this. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. And so we thank the Lord for that. And that actually ties in some things that Carl taught this morning. Uh, and I'm glad to be here. Let's just have a word of prayer. Let's pray. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you for letting us be here this morning. Thank you for what we feel. Thank you for your Holy Spirit that's blessed us already. Thank you for each one that's come in and uh, here with us. Thank you for the church that's here, and thank you for all the visitors that are here. God, you're just so good to us, and we just uh, are excited to be in church this morning and just feel uh, so much excitement, so much love. And God, we thank you. We ask you to uh, bless the singing this morning, bless the preaching, uh, give us a good convicting spirit, speak to people's hearts. God, just help us. Lord, you know what we need, and I know you can supply it. And God, that's what we pray for this morning. We ask you these things. In Jesus' precious name, and amen. And we'll turn the service over to the Taylor and the choir.
136. 136. my church this morning. I'm glad to be home. Uh, I appreciate Taylor and the songs, but I, I enjoyed that last song. I'm glad to be saved this morning. That's the most important thing. Uh, heaven bound. Uh, if I were to pass away tomorrow, don't you worry about me, buddy. I'm going home. Uh, I'm saved by the grace of God. I, 
That's the greatest thing that could ever happen to you this morning. If uh, you ain't saved, I want to see you get saved. Uh, so you pray this morning. Let's, let's come in together. Let's have a good service. I, I, I'm ready to see the Lord move in a mighty way. Uh, so we'll let the choir come down at this time. And uh, as they come down, we'll ask all that are seated to stand. And we'll take prayer requests. So. at this time if anyone's got an unspoken prayer request. Let's remember those. Anyone with a spoken prayer request this morning? Let's remember that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, let's remember that, certainly. So the spoken prayer request this morning. No, like Terry said, let's be praying for this service. I want to see the Lord move. That's the most important thing. That's why we gather here. Uh, so uh, at this time, if no one else has anything, we'll ask Carl to lead us in prayer.
We want to give room at this time if anyone's got a song or a testimony on their heart. Uh, if God's putting something on your heart to do, we surely want to hear it. Uh, God didn't put it there. I say this frequently. God didn't put it there for no reason. Uh, don't miss out on something that could be a blessing to somebody. Uh, if God wants to use you, let him use you. So anyone at all with a song or testimony this morning? testimony. I'll not tarry too long, but I want to give plenty of opportunity. I just feel like I'd be wrong if I just didn't thank the Lord for how good he's been to me. And I just enjoy the choir singing so good. I'm so thankful for those old-fashioned hymns that talk about the things in the Bible. I just love the Lord. I thank you for saving me when I was just a loving girl.
get the youth group up here real quick to uh, sing a song. Kenzie, I asked her if she'd sing uh, Made by Mercy. Uh, I've really had this song on my heart this morning, and uh, we were talking in Sunday school, and Taylor taught uh, Sunday school this morning while Karen was gone, and it just really filled my cup up. Uh, but we talked about in there about how um, before God ever created man, he knew that he was going to have to send his son to die on a cross because he knew we would fail him, but he chose to make us anyways. And uh, if you're here this morning and you're lost, I'd like to think about you to think about that and think about God's love. And if you're here this morning and you haven't felt that love in a long time, I'd ask you to reevaluate where you're at and come and get things fixed up right.
Well, I appreciate those songs, and I appreciate our youth group. I don't feel like asking for another song at this time. I feel like my, my best thing to do and the only thing I can do is to turn it over to our good pastor. And let, let's pray this morning. Let's back him. It's been mentioned several times now, but I, I want to see somebody saved. God's speaking to somebody, I think. God's moving. Let's, let's back our pastor. Let's pray for him. Boy, it's good to be here this morning. I appreciate what I feel in my soul. It's powerful this morning. I appreciate all that good singing. I have one more question. Emily, do you need to sing a song? If you've got one on your heart, I want you to come sing it. Just follow your heart. Let's pray for her while she comes. I really appreciate Emily. And I appreciate these other songs that's been sung, but it just come to my mind that maybe Emily had one. Follow your heart. say this while Emily's getting ready to sing. Uh, God's moved here real powerful this morning already. He's moving here right now. While she's singing, if you need to come to order to pray, come. If you feel that stir in your heart right now, I believe you could already come, but I want to emphasize if God's speaking to your heart, please come right now. Um, I just want to say I'm thankful to be here you know, my salvation goes with me, but it's a blessing to be able to point to where I got saved. So I'm so thankful for that. But I do have a song on my heart. I thought I would get out of it, but that's okay. <laughs> I was thinking today of my life here on earth thinking back over the years there's been a lot of heartache sorrow and pain there's been disappointment and tears but there's also been joy and a deep settled peace that only the born again know his spirit that leads me feeds me and keeps me what he gave me when he made me whole don't worry about me when it comes time to leave i'm going to a far better place on heaven's own strand not made with hands basking in his love and his grace singing his praises through the countless ages with my savior forever i'll be his blessed assurance gives me strength for endurance when the call comes don't worry about me how precious it's been with Jesus, my friend, walking together each day. 
He's with me in the valley. He's with me on the mountain. He's with me every trial I face. I know there's a time, a place, and a day when my journey towards home is complete. When my work here is done and my last song is sung, he'll call, but don't worry about me. Don't worry about me when it comes time to leave. I'm going to a far better place on heaven's own strand, not made with hands, basking in his love and his grace, singing his praises through the countless ages with my Savior forever I'll be. His blessed assurance gives me strength for endurance. When the call comes, don't worry about me. I appreciate that good song, Don't Worry About Me. When you got that Holy Spirit, you got salvation in your soul, you don't have to worry about yourself, and your folks don't have to worry about you either. Well, that kind of sums it up. Uh, I'd like for you to turn with me this morning, if you would, to the eighth chapter of the book of Ecclesiastes. I want to read a few verses here. I want to start in verse 4. Again, that's Ecclesiastes chapter 8 and verse 4. And uh, God permitting, we might read eventually down through verse 10. So once you really pray, and as we say many times, I want to say it again this morning, if you feel like God's speaking to your heart, you don't have to wait till I get through preaching. Uh, you come anytime you feel like God's calling you. And, and uh, you need to be in a hurry this morning to obey the Lord, and you need to be in a hurry to get saved. And so pray. Uh, Ecclesiastes 8 and 4. Where the word of the king is, there's power. There's power here this morning, the word of the king's here. Now, a natural king, that would be somewhat true. But when you talk about it, you apply it to the king of kings, that's who the Lord Jesus Christ is. Well, where the word of the king is, there's power. Now, listen. And who may say unto him, what doest thou? Uh, we can't uh, question God. God's, he's in charge, and he's always right. But let's go on. Whoso keepeth the commandment, shall feel no evil thing, and a wise man's heart discerneth both time and judgment. And now, listen to the other side of this, because to every purpose there is time and judgment, therefore the misery of man is great upon him. For he knoweth not that which shall be, for who can tell him when it shall be? Excuse me, I hate to, but I got to cough. <coughs> Pray real earnestly this morning. I'm glad I've got a king that knows it all. He can do it all. And I'm glad this morning <clears throat> that there's power in the king. Now, whoso keepeth the commandment shall feel no evil thing. <clears throat> Would you do me a favor? Would you go get me um, water? 
I'm just going to, I hate to ask it, but I'm going to have to have it, I guess. I've got something in my throat. And I, <clears throat> where the king is, there's power. And uh, I'm glad I've got a king that's ruling over uh, not just uh, uh, one little space of earth or one little space of time, but he's ruling over time and eternity. And it goes on down through here. <clears throat> just keep praying. For there, there is no man that hath power over the spirit to retain the spirit, neither hath he power in the day of death, and there is no discharge in that war. Buddy, I appreciate you. Thank you. <clears throat> I'll get me a sip of water, and I'll read over that again. I believe that's going to help. Now, verse 8 again. There is no man that hath power over the spirit to retain the spirit, <clears throat> neither hath he power in the day of death, for there is no discharge in that war. And that's what I want to use for a subject this morning. There's no discharge in that war. Neither shall wickedness deliver those that are given to it. <clears throat> All this I have seen and applied my heart unto every work that is done under the sun. There is a time wherein one man ruleth over another to his own hurt. <clears throat> and so I saw the wicked buried who had come and gone from the place of the holy and they were forgotten in the city where they had so done, and this also is vanity. And so you pray real hard. Uh, there's, a, uh, there's no man that hath power of the Spirit to retain the Spirit. Uh, when the Spirit of God comes and knocks at your heart, uh, I'll tell a little experience. I've told this just recently, but when I was young, God was speaking to my heart, and I was in church, and I felt like coming to altar, and the gospel reached me, and that boy was really working on me. And being real shy like I was, Anthony, I, I knew I'm not going to Alder here today. I'm, I'll wait till I get home. I, I'm going to get home, and uh, i go out by myself and get saved. <laughs> now, you can get saved by yourself if God's calling you, but uh, you can't just rearrange God's plan. Uh, you've got to come to the Lord while the Holy Spirit's calling you. But I got home, and uh, I went out in the backyard, and I found a spot that I liked back there. And I, I bowed down. I said, okay, God, I'm ready now. Uh, Lord, save me. But the Spirit wasn't dealing with me. Uh, I couldn't hang on to the Spirit that was calling me when I was in the house of God, and I couldn't keep it with me till I got home to use it to suit myself. Uh, and so, boy, I was alarmed. I said, okay, God, I'm ready. Uh, save me, God. Uh, Lord, save me. But uh, nothing happened because the Spirit wasn't there. But I had to wait till that spirit come back. So no man hath the power over the spirit to retain the spirit. Now, list this part. Boy, goes right along with him. Uh, uh, neither uh, hath he power in the day of death. Uh, boy, uh, what about that? Uh, you couldn't uh, retain the spirit, and you don't have power in the day of death. I've even talked to people. I had one friend that told me, he said, he said now, he said, the Bible said that everyone that calls upon the name of the Lord should be saved. He said, I'm going to wait till right before I die, and I'm going to call on him and get saved. And I said, you might not have a chance like that. Well, uh, God showed him some things. He wasn't long after that. Uh, I saw him, and uh, he was uh, kind of uh, pale. He was, he was scared to death. He said, he said, I was going down the street. He said, uh, I felt fine. And he said, all of a sudden, he said, I woke up. I was laying on the sidewalk on my back. People gathered up around me. He said, uh, and the thought came to me, if I would have died right then, I wouldn't have had time to call on the Lord. Uh, even even if it had time to verbally call on him, uh, you can't get a hold of him unless the Holy Spirit's dealing with you. So uh, there, there's no man has the power over the Spirit to retain the Spirit, neither hath he power uh, uh, in the day of death. Boy, I'm telling you what, uh, uh, if you want to uh, be able to feel like they've been singing about 
enough this morning. If you want to feel the Lord down in your soul, you want to know he's good, and you want to know you've got him, he's got you. And like Emily's saying, if you don't, uh, if you don't want people to have to worry about you, uh, you need to come while the Holy Spirit's calling you, while, while God's dealing with you. That's when you can get saved. And so the Bible goes on down through it. said, no, neither shall wickedness uh, deliver those that are given to it. Uh, the wage of sin is death. Uh, uh, sin won't deliver you. But now, now listen, let's go on down through here. Maybe I'll come back to some of this. But, uh, and listen to this. All this I have seen and applied my heart unto every work is done under the sun. There is a time wherein one man ruleth over another to his own hurt. Uh, I'm telling you what, there's two of us. There's an inward man and an outward man. And uh, there was a time in my life as a young man that uh, I allowed the flesh uh, to rule over my uh, uh, soul uh, to my own hurt. Uh, God was calling me blind. And I could have got saved before I did. And if I could go back and change it, Roy, I'd have got saved uh, the first time God ever spoke to me. Uh, I wouldn't have put it off later. If I could have changed it, I'd have got saved quicker. Why? Uh, because it's the best thing that ever happened to me. It's the best thing in my life. And if you've got it, it's the best thing in your life. If you don't have it, get it, and it'll be the best thing in your life. But uh, I'll, let, I'll let the fleshly part of it. You know, I read that uh, part earlier uh, over there in the book of Romans about to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. i let the carnal part uh, rule over me for a little while, but I'm glad that there come a time uh, that I bowed my heart before heaven. I trusted Jesus. Uh, but listen, uh, the writer here in Ecclesiastes, uh, he said, I've seen a time where one man uh, rule over another man to his own hurt. Uh, don't let your fleshly part uh, get in the way today, uh, but humble your heart and uh, come to God uh, while he's uh, calling and while he's talking to you. Uh, let me uh, go back. I feel like I need to get that phrase back where it says uh, back here, there is no discharge in that war. Uh, 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 that goes right along with some things that Brother Carl talked this morning. Uh, listen, uh, there's no discharge in that war. Uh, there's a couple different parts that I need to get. Uh, when I was lost, uh, I, I was in the devil's army. Uh, if you're lost, you're in the devil's army. Uh, you don't get discharged out of that army. Well, preacher, how do you get out of it? Uh, only way you get out of it is to come and trust Jesus and uh, die out to sin. When you die out to sin, uh, uh, you get out of that army. When you're born again, Jeremy, uh, you're in the right army. Oh, well, uh, wait a minute. Uh, what about when you get in God's army? Is there no discharge in that war? Uh, no, uh, you're one of God's soldiers. Uh, uh, you live for uh, uh, in this life. Brother Carl, he taught this this morning. Boy, uh, right on the point. He said, what is our purpose down here? He said, we've got one reason for living after we get saved. That's to help somebody else get saved. We are God's soldiers. Uh, let me make a point here this morning. If you're here this morning and, and you're saved and you're not living for the Lord, uh, you're in God's army. Uh, you need to be in your place. You need to be doing your thing. Let me make uh, this kind of illustration. Uh, I'm glad that America's got a good strong army. I appreciate that. Uh, I believe in having a good strong army to defend our country. But what about this? Uh, what about if some of our soldiers uh, this morning, uh, that's on uh, the place where they're watching, guarding the borders. What if some of those soldiers would just say, well, I'm just tired of doing this. I'm just going to take a little time off. I'm just going AWOL, away without leave. What if I'm just not going to stand in my spot? What if I'm not going to guard where I'm supposed to guard? So that'd be scary, preacher. The enemy might come in on us. Well, I'm going to tell you what today. Now listen, if you're saved by the grace of God, 
and you're not living for the Lord and on fire for God, uh, shame on you. Uh, why would you say that, preacher? Uh, I even had a man tell me one time, he said, I don't need to live for the Lord. He said, I'm saved. I'm going to heaven. Uh, so it don't matter if I live for the Lord or not. Uh, I'm telling you what, uh, that's one of the most awful statements I ever heard. Uh, Jesus that loved us so good that he died on the cross for us, he deserves uh, that we would live for him and serve him. But along with that, there's lost people that are dying going to hell that need your help. Jesus said, ye are the light of the world. A city that's set on a hill. Let your light so shine that others might see your good works and come in and glorify the Father. I'm telling you today, the church had her light shining when I was in darkness, when I was lost and on my way to hell. The church had her light shining. And I'm telling you what, I'm glad that... Praise God. I'm glad there's no discharge in this war. And so, so let me sum it up again. Uh, if, you're in, if you're in Satan's army and you want out of it, uh, you can't get discharged, but you can come to Jesus and uh, be born again, die out to sin, and be made a new creature in Christ Jesus. And if you're saved by God's grace, boy, I'm glad I'm part of God's army. I'm glad he saved me when I was lost. And I'm glad I'm going to be saved uh, until I die. And when I die, I'm just going to heaven. Uh, praise God. So are you doing your job for Jesus today? Boy, I needed to get that. But let me get back down here to some of these others. Uh, when he talked about this, uh, I want to say this again and I'm going to move on. I saw that there was a time wherein one man ruled over another to his own hurt. Now, I applied that to being lost, uh, and that certainly applies there. But I've had times in my life since I've been saved uh, that I let the fleshly part of me uh, have control. And uh, those are the times in my life when I go back through the memory of my life. Uh, I like to erase a little spot here. And I like to take a page in my history book and I tear that out. Uh, but I can't. It's there. There's times in my life even as a saved boy, uh, that uh, I let the fleshly part, the carnal part, uh, rule over me to my own hurt. Now, somebody said, uh, you know, like the old uh, joke, there was a comedian, I uh, used to have a joke, the devil made me do it. And, and I've had people tell me, well, I tried to live for the Lord, but I just couldn't. Uh, Satan just overpowered me. Folks, that's not true. Uh, the, if you're lost, the devil can't keep you from getting saved uh, because Jesus had come unto me. Uh, all you that labor are heavy laden. When he said it, he meant it. Uh, whatever God said is true. Now, if you're lost, you can get saved. Then after you get saved, what about that? The Bible said, he that's within you is greater than he that's within the world. When you get saved, you've got power uh, to live for Jesus. And so let me tell you today, uh, I... I just need to be plain today. If you're not living for God like you should, it's because you're choosing to not live for God like you should. It's your own fault. Well, somebody hurt my feelings. Well, big deal. Uh, get over it. Uh, 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 get, uh, get over it and live for Jesus. Uh, God's too important to let some little silly thing like hurt feelings uh, cause you to not live for Jesus. Uh, uh, would it be uh, worth somebody dying and going to hell because uh, you kind of pouted up on the side? I'm telling you what, we need to get in and we need to have power with God. 
Boy, something else I need to preach. Uh, now, understand, if people's got medical problems or they're worried about coming to church because of COVID, I'm not criticizing that. Uh, just do what you feel like, pray about it and follow the Lord. But listen, if you're just staying out of church uh, because uh, you think it's convenient, uh, shame on you. Uh, and listen, uh, I love our live stream. I'm glad I can listen to it when I'm sick. When I can't get here, I'm glad I can listen to it. And we've got people that can't come that listen to it. Boy, I'm proud of that. We've got people that live a way off that listen to it. I'm proud of that. But I want to preach today. Uh, you should not use the live stream as an excuse not to come to the house of God. And, and if you live, uh, if you live too far away to come to this church, you need to be trying to find you a church close by you can go to. Uh, God didn't say stay home. He said assemble yourself together. We need to be in church. We need to be living for Jesus. We need to be letting our light shine. Uh, somebody needs to get in today. If you're, if you're out of fellowship, you need to get in fellowship. And somebody said, well, I'm, I'm not uh, really uh, in fellowship, but I'm not really out. I've heard that before. I'll tell you what, I tried to find a spot like that when I was a young Christian. I didn't want to get in because I didn't want to have to do anything. But I didn't want to get out because I didn't want to get in trouble. I said, I'll just try to find me a spot kind of in the middle. I'm going to preach today. There's no spots in the middle. Jesus said, he that's not with me is against me. He said, he that gathers not with me scattereth abroad. Uh, now, uh, I know uh, somebody said, well, I don't think I'm doing bad as so-and-so. Uh, well, listen, uh, God didn't tell you to gauge your life by so-and-so. He told you to gauge it by the word of God. If you're not aligning up with the word of God, you need to get in. And then maybe you can help so-and-so get in too. We need to be about the Father's business. And so, uh, let me go on down here a little bit. Uh, I, I want you to get this. Verse 10 and so I saw the wicked buried. Think about this. I saw the wicked buried who had come and gone from the place of the holy. And they were forgotten in the city where they had so done. This is also vanity. I remember as a young man, I read that scripture. He shocked me. I thought, how can that be? And then as I prayed, God began to show me what he was talking about. I, I, I want you to think about this. I saw the wicked buried who had come and gone from the place of the holy. Now, I've known people all my life uh, that's come to church and, and, and the gospel would reach them and you could see them convicted uh, and you could see them uh, maybe sometimes even sit and cry and, and they, they wouldn't come to the altar and far as I know they didn't get saved and then they died. I've seen people uh, come uh, to the place of the holy. They come and they'd go and they'd die. Well, preacher, how could you say they were forgotten in the city? Oh, mentally I remember them, but here's the thing. I used to have a burden for them. When they died, uh, there was no reason for me to have a burden for them anymore. That burden was forgotten. Uh, I couldn't pray. I even had an experience one time. There was a man lived kind of a ways from here and I was praying for him and I was burdened for him. One day I tried to pray for him, didn't have my burden anymore. I thought, boy, my burden's gone. Uh, somebody called me later that day and said, did you hear about uh, so-and-so dying? Uh, then I realized that's why God took my burden. Uh, no need for me to pray for him because he was dead. Too late to pray for him because he was dead. So let me preach this to you today. Two points I want to get from this. When it's talking down here about I saw the wicked buried who'd come and gone from the place of the holy. 
If you're lost, uh, don't just think you can come to church and leave. When I was a lost boy, I used to think this. When God was convicting me real hard, I'd think I wish they'd hurry up and uh, close the church so I could get out of here. I'd feel better. Uh, well, it may not have been as intense after I left, but I didn't feel better. I didn't feel good because I still had sin in my soul and I was still on the way to hell and I still uh, I was afraid to go to sleep at night because I was afraid if I didn't wake up, I, I'd lift my eyes in hell and I would have. And, and so listen, I'm telling you what, uh, uh, don't put it off. Uh, come while there's time and opportunity. Now, that's talking to the law. Now, let me talk to us saved a little bit. We need to be on fire. We can't make people get saved. It's not our job. But we need to be on fire. We need to be about the Father's business. Our life needs to be a bright and shining light to them. And when they come to the house of God, uh, we need to have a service like we have, like we're having this morning that's full of the Holy Spirit. That'll show them their need of Jesus. But listen, even though, even though we're having a great service this morning, if you as an individual, if you're here and you're not where you need to be, shame on you. You need to get in. God's army needs every soldier. Oh, boy, listen. So let me, let me read this to you again, then we'll go have a song. Let me read this to you again. Let me go back here just a little bit. There is no man that hath power with the Spirit to attain the Spirit, neither hath he power in the day of death, and there is no discharge in that war. Boy, I'm telling you what, uh, let's all stand. Let's sing a good old song. Let's, let's be honest with ourselves this morning. You don't have to be a, a bank robber to be out of fellowship with God. I've come to church before and sat on the front bench and needed to come to the altar. Uh, I don't know anybody's harder case this morning. But if you're here and you're saved and you're not where you need to be, you need to be one of the first ones on the altar. And if you're lost, you need to be close behind them. If, you, if you're lost or out of fellowship with God and his Holy Spirit stirring your heart, I beg you to come this morning while we sing. Please come. Please come. Please come. Boy, boy, he'll meet you there. Would you come right now? We got a great crowd. We got a great crowd. And God gave us a great spirit. Now I can feel it this morning. If God's stirring your heart, please come. If God's stirring your heart, please come. Boy, you can leave your care at the altar. I'm telling you what, when God speaks, we need to listen. If we'll follow the word of the king, we don't have to be afraid. That's what that one verse tells us. We don't have to be afraid if we're following the word of the king. But boy, I'm telling you, we don't know what's going to happen next. That's why we get miserable sometimes. We don't know what's going to happen when it's going to happen. No wonder we get miserable. But if we're following the king, he'll take care of us. He'll take care of us. Kneel at the cross. Please come. Please come. Boy, I'm telling you what, God's here in a great way.
that's a great song. I appreciate that song. Got, got one more impression on my heart. Uh, and it's God just laid this on my heart, and I checked it, and this is the way I feel. I believe the young people need to come back and sing us at least one more song before the service is over. And, and even as you're coming, even as young people are coming, if you need to come to the altar, if you're not saved and you need to get saved, even as you're coming up this way, just stop off at the altar and pray. You can even bow down while they're coming. You don't even have to wait for them to sing. But even while they sing this morning, and, uh, and uh, obey the Lord. You're welcome to sing with them too if you want to, Emily. Obey the Lord while you're here this morning and while God's calling and while the Holy Spirit's moving. See, no man has power over the Spirit to retain the Spirit. Well, we can't hang on to it. But when the Holy Spirit moves, we can move with it. No man has power in the day of death. We're alive. Praise God, we're alive. And we got time and opportunity. I'm glad of that, breath. Well, I appreciate what I feel today. Somebody needs to come. I, I'm sure that God's calling somebody. I know because of the burden that he's given me and the, and the request that he wanted me to make. While the young people sing, sing whenever you get ready. While the young people sings today, I would ask you, whatever your case is, you don't have to be a member here. We're not going to try to twist your arm to get you to join. But if you need to come to the altar, come. Obey the Lord. While well, they sing, obey the Lord. Please come. Please come. Mind the Lord. And if, if anybody up here needs to come, if you're here today and you're not saved, we'd like to see you get saved. Lord, without you, me, you can make the sun shine. Bless them, Lord. Lord, without me, yeah. You can call the dead to rise. Would you come? Lord, without come to the Lord. Come to the altar. You can make the blind. Anybody up here that needs the Lord? You can tell the I'd love to pray with you. Come this morning. Let's pray. Bless them, Lord. Would you come? Please come. Amen. Boy, that's right. I'm nothing without you, Lord. Follow him, children. Obey the Lord this morning. Obey the Lord. Please let God have his way in your life. If you just need to come to the altar pray, go back to your seat. Even if you don't want to say anything, that's okay. One step at a time. Do whatever God wants you to do. Do whatever God wants you to do. To make the dumb to talk. Lord, if you don't need my words to give hope to the lost, because you are the one, you're the one who paid the cost. Lord, without you, I'm nothing on my own. Please come.
when I have you, you can lead me through the dark. And Lord, when I have you, you can make my eyes to see and guide me through these valleys from underneath your wings. I want to make this announcement, and then I'll turn over to the announcements, but I just well, I got this on my heart. On the 25th of this month, on Sunday morning, God willing, we'll have baptizing, and uh, we want you to really pray. Uh, Kendrick and Lexi uh, will be getting baptized that morning, and uh, let's pray there's some others that I'd like to see get baptized that morning, but those two are scheduled, God willing, uh, for that. Sunday morning. So really pray. Pray for that baptizing. I love baptizing. Now, anybody got something on your heart you need to say or do before we turn over to the announcements? All right. Not be seated. Let's turn over to the announcements. First thing, I have a prayer request. I should have made it earlier and I forgot about it. Um, Gene Smith, who sings with the Cross Carriers, and they've been here and sang a number of times through the years. Uh, I heard this week uh, his cancer has spread. Uh, it's now in his bones. Uh, and uh, so his prognosis uh, isn't good without prayer. So let's really pray for him. Great man. He's wrote so many songs, a lot of songs that we sing here on a regular basis and songs that have really been a blessing to me. So. Uh, just a really good fella, so let's really pray for Gene. Um, when we get finished here, we're going to do like we've been doing. Uh, we're going to dismiss from the back, so if you would, just wait until they dismiss your row, kind of similar to a funeral uh, type of uh, release. Uh, the offering plates are in the foyer if you'd like to pay your tithes and offerings. And... Uh, I've got one more announcement. Uh, Emily was telling me uh, that Trey is supposed to preach at a service on Halloween uh, on October the 31st at Bethel Baptist Church in Dayton. So don't have all the details about that, but uh, I'll announce that again as we get some more of those details. And I'll turn over to CJ to do her announcement. Um. We're going to be doing Pray the Halls out in the Fellowship Hall right after church. 
And then also on October 18th, we're going to be going to Furry Tail Farms. Um, this is for all ages. Um, however, if you are a younger youth, which that would be fifth grade and under, you will require a parent to um, come with you. Um, all youth will be $5 to get in. Um, adults are $10 and grandparents are free. Um, we're going to pack our lunches and eat out in the fellowship hall like we have in years past. And then we'll go on over to Furry Tail Farms until the evening service. On October 31st, um, that'll be our activity for sixth grade and up. Um, or we're going to come here and we're going to meet at 11 a.m. We're going to have a pancake and waffle bar. It's going to be delicious. And <laughs> um, we're going to watch a movie and have a movie afternoon type thing and also bring a pumpkin. And since it's Halloween, we'll carve pumpkins and just hang out until 2 o'clock. So um, just remember those things. Yeah, that's true. That's well said. Appreciate that. Appreciate that, and we appreciate you folks. And I understand you moving, but we'll sure miss you. But remember her request about the ladies' group and so on. Really pray for them. I have another announcement I want to make. Uh, just got the message on it this morning. Uh, this month, at the end of the month, fifth Saturday, we'll have a fifth Saturday meeting. It'll be actually executive board meeting. That's scheduled to be at uh, Athens Church. And up in Wallbridge, where Brother David McGregor is a pastor. And so that'll be at 5 o'clock on that Saturday. And so folks that want to go up there and be in that meeting and be part of it to keep that in mind. And uh, we'll talk about that some more, but I wanted you to know about it. Okay, anything else? All right, well, remember what Blaine said about how we're going to be dismissed and about to offer and all that. And if nothing else on your heart, remember service time tonight, 6 o'clock before us, really pray. And uh, thank God for everybody here this morning. We've got a great crowd, got a good number of visitors that just blesses our heart. If nothing else to be said, we'll ask those that seated to stand. <clears throat> I'm going to ask Brother Lowell if he'll pray a dismissal.